This episode of The Blur Mob contains explicit language. While we want everyone to enjoy the show, sometimes we may say things that are not appropriate for all ages. So, in other words, mom, dad, granny, we cussing. Discretion is advised. King G. Grossite ENT. <laughs> Rock with it. Rock with it. Rock with it. Rock with it. Let me, let me pop my shit. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pop my shit. Hands up. What's up, y'all, and welcome to the Blurred Mob, your hub for all things black and nerdy. I'm your host, Food, joined by my two co-hosts, Ryan and Ralph. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming service, make sure you hit that follow button so you can get updates from the mob. And if you Koopa hunters, shell throwers, mushroom eaters are watching us on YouTube, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, share it with a friend. And leave a comment telling us what you thought about this video. That man said Cooper Hunters, Shell Throwers, and Mushroom Eaters. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. You or Portia. <laughs> I don't know who's worse. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Hey, but I had we, to come with it, bro. We are here today as Ryan has gave you guys some not-so-subtle hints to do a mob review on the Super Mario Brothers movie which dropped Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. As always, our mob reviews are spoiler-filled, so if you haven't seen the Super Mario Bros. movie, watched a little bit and didn't finish it, click pause on this video, go finish the movie, and come back and listen to the discussion. So what's going on? I was going to say, make sure to tell them to like the video in case they forget to come back. Like, like it before y'all go watch the movie and come back. <laughs> like, just, you know... Because we know you was going to enjoy it. You just forgot about it. He said, we know you're going to like this video. Just click the like button before you forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what's up? It, what's been up? What's been up? Ralph is back. He met, missed the last two mob reviews, but he said he was mm. going to make it to this one. Yeah, Dress longer. Here. Beard flourishing. Living life. Smile oh. on his face. He got his Naruto headband on you. Yeah. Skin, skin glowing. Yeah, it's getting yeah. summertime. It's getting the summertime. Everybody it's, outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's getting down. It's, They're working out. It's losing. Yeah. getting the weight. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey. It's drinking water. Be, drinking water. <laughs> it's getting to be seventy degrees outside again. <laughs> Life is good. Oh, Life, Life is, is good. good. I'm so glad that we ain't got to deal with the cold. Yeah, I'm glad we done with that. I'm so glad we done with that. Oh, not. Sh- it used to be I wasn't in the same boat as y'all. Now I can say I'm, I was glad too. <laughs> hey, Ryan tripped me out. He was like, "Man, I ain't never drove in this in this ice ship." <laughs> never, bro. When I saw that stuff, I was like, "Bro, how do I do this again? I ain't used to this." Hey, man, <laughs> all you gotta do after you do that first slide, it's just you gotta let it roll. After you slide <laughs> that one time, <laughs> bro, I just ain't leave the house. I just said I'm gonna go hungry. It is what it is. Nah, one one of the a mm-hmm. up here, it's, it's not. It's, it's so not. You can't stay inside. You're gonna. You're gonna have to go outside. Yeah. Forget, forget that. I'm be like Jimmy Neutron, Dad. Woo, caribou. I'm gonna have the spear outside. Oh man! <laughs> it don't even <laughs> snow like that out there for you to be doing. <laughs> no, no, no. When it was freezing out here, it was some ice. We had some snow. It was thick too. Was come it? out to to, to come Missouri. up here. Come, come up out, here. Come out to Nebraska. Come, come up here. 
I'm, I'm, vis- I'm visiting y'all in the springtime. I already got my plane ticket. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. He said, I'm I saw that ice you. outside. <laughs> and I was traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, my goodness. So the What's less- been up to, Foop? Me. Oh, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The time is coming. The time is coming. My birthday is coming soon. I'm pretty excited. We got the gang coming up to Nebraska to hang out. It's going to be AARP lit. AARP affiliate link coming soon. You know AARP affiliate link coming soon. <laughs> For my knees and my back. <laughs> make sure you get the Megan, Megan package. The Megan package for the knees. Get your yearly physical checks. They give you bonus. They give you a little bit of cash. You know, staying healthy. Man, go to the doctor. My For everybody who's getting older, make sure you take your ass to the doctor. Like. Hey, bro. That's, we laughing, but that's serious. That's we be laughing, but nah, for real. Go to the doctor. Find out what's going on with your body. Because, like, it's just getting to the point. People getting older, your metabolism starts slowing down. All types of stuff just go mm-hmm. start going wrong. Go to the doctor. Go to the dentist. Make that eye appointment that you want to make. You f- you feel some pain in your body? Let them know. Don't say it's just a regular ache. No, nah, that could be something serious. Get it checked. Yeah, up. we getting to that point. Yeah, we can't sleep on some of this stuff. We can't sleep off no more. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I'm right. throwing hey, up. Let hey, me take hey, a my nap. Stomach, my stomach hurt. Let me go lay down. No, you might need to go talk to somebody about that. Right, man. Yeah, oh, but goodness. that's pretty much it. Just getting ready. Um, for my birthday, work is same old, same old. It's just okay. Life is good. Nice, nice. But. To get into the mob review, we got a couple hot takes. Let's start with the first one. So, Super Mario Bros. was one of the most highly anticipated video game adaptations for 2023. Now that we've seen it, how does this compare to other video game movie adaptations? More so in its genre, so I'm thinking like Detective Pikachu, both of the Sonic movies. How do we feel like it lined up with those? Out of all of those, I only watched the first Sonic movie. The Detective Pikachu didn't interest me, but I'll say it got to be top tier, especially with them box office um achievements they're getting. Oh yeah, made twenty five million on day one. Yeah, even my theater, I I was like, you know what, I ain't finna pay for um IMAX or whatever. I just got the regular digital at first. It like the seats are clear. Walked in. Oh no, nah, them families came in, bought hey, their tickets on the spot. That was the out. same oh, thing, yeah. and it was so cute because, like, the Super Mario Bros. is a family movie. So when mm-hmm. I walked in, I wasn't expecting the usual crowd when it's just a bunch of adults and then that one guy who brought his son because he like Ant Man. But it was like it was families, and the kids was dressed up. I saw two kids dressed up like Mario. Mm-hmm. Somebody was dressed up like Yoshi. Everybody, like, the little kids had all their Mario plushies and stuff. And I was like, this is cute. Aww. Yeah. And they plus, you themselves. do got to realize that it was Good Friday, too. That, but too. All the kids was out. All the kids Fair. was out. But I went, like, at 645. So even if they did go to school, they still could have been at the movie. Yeah. I, yeah, I was there, too. like, nine. Oh, wow. I was on the one that went early. But, um. I don't be going to movies early. 
I mean, that 30% discount hit. You know what hey, I'm I do like going to the movies in the morning. It barely be anybody in there. You be chilling. Mm-hmm. The prices be cheaper. But I can't do them 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock movies no more. I be sleep. I only fall asleep if I don't enjoy the movie. If I enjoy yeah. the movie, I ain't falling asleep. True. Same. I feel but, you. But honestly, this... I would say the Super Mario movie right now is sitting at number six on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. with Werewolves Within being number one, Angry Birds being Angry Birds 2 being number two. You got Sonic 2 at number three, Detective Pikachu at four, and Sonic 1 at five. So. I which which like movie I, you said was at number one? Werewolves Within. Werewolves Within. That's a video game movie? Mm -hmm. I've never heard of that. But if I had to rank it between, because I didn't see the Angry Birds movie, but if I had to rank it between Sonic and Detective Pikachu, I would go Super Mario Bros, Detective Pikachu, and then Sonic. Hmm. Detective Pikachu is is actually really good. If if I would only put Detective Pikachu at number one because of the plot, mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu had a more established plot than the Super Mario Bros. movie. That is true. And you know what's okay. crazy? What? You just said the exact way that IMDb ranks it. What? With hmm. Detective they, they Pikachu? Rank, no, they ranked it Super Mario Bros. first Pikachu and then Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Because I just proved it right she, there. She she working for them. She working for them. She trying no, to no 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 no. I'm just they, saying they contracted you out. I'm just saying because Super Mario Bros. I really like the way that they took the time to incorporate everything that they could of Super Mario World and put it in the movie. Right, like. When you get to the Mushroom Kingdom, like, seeing all of the toes, how they travel, how they trade, um, seeing the power-ups come to life, and then how they envision, like, the worlds. Like, when they got to that scene where Peach was talking to all her advisor toes, and they pulled up that map of, like, all the lands, and you see Bowser, like, covering the lands. Like, I can't remember what Mario game that was, but that was one of the mechanics of it, is that as Mario defeated Bowser on the world, his ship would just fly to another world, and that darkness would encompass that land to let you know that that's where Bowser was. I want to say Super Mario Brothers 3D on um, Wii was like that. The one where they first introduced the yellow and red big mu- gigantic much mushroom. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was that one. It might have been. It, it's it's one of those games where that same kind of mechanic went. Mm-hmm. But I only put it at number 1 is just because of the way of how they engraved everything into it. And I yeah. was like, okay, this is this is cool. I also like um what was I about to say? I guess um, the plot's not all the way there. I can't give it to the plot. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't. The, it was the enough for me, I would say. I understood it, except it wasn't... It was a lot of plot holes. Yeah. 
see, the plot was... It, it's hard for me to judge the plot because I'm like, this was geared towards kids. But And, and let's not and, forget but, that but Super me, Mario video games ain't just got the heaviest... Lore. This ain't no Assassin's Creed, you know but what let I'm saying? Me, Elder Scrolls game. But I guess let me challenge you on the front that it's a children's movie. There are hella children's movies that got solid plots. There are hella children's movies that have solid plots. So I can't, we can't excuse the fact of it mm-hmm. not having a put together plot just because it was a children's movie. Yeah. I feel you, but what do you think played a part in why the plot wasn't solid? Because I'm, I, I'm not disagreeing, but. I think, I don't know if, it, if it's intentional or not, but I think that some of the plot holes that I noticed was giving room for them to make a franchise out of this. Yeah. Like one of yeah. the big like one of the biggest plot holes is like why is that green pipe in the middle of Brooklyn? Like who put that there? Yeah. The other plot hole was like Peach talking about I just came through a pipe. Okay, did you come through a pipe from Earth somewhere? Or did you, or like what? And I feel like some like those things could extend in the franchise because think of they if they wanted to bring Daisy into the mix. It's possible that Daisy and Peach came from the same spot and Daisy was the and Peach was the only one who made it into the Mushroom Kingdom and Daisy's still on the other side. And that could explain why they got pipes and stuff everywhere. Think about if they wanted to put Wario and Waluigi into the mix. Mm-hmm. It could and explain P- why they got all of these pipes in all these different areas and how that connects the purpose of why I could slide through this green pipe and end up somewhere in the Mushroom Kingdom. And Peach did explain, well, not explain, but she was, he did hint like, oh, there's numerous galaxies. And I was like, okay, hinting at the Mario Galaxy series and the fact that more people can be introduced. And not only that, but you remember when Luigi got caught and they was in that little suspended, uh, dungeon thing and the Luna's, Luna, you remember Rosalina and her hey. little flying thing? Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. That 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 little star needs some therapy. Hey, that for real. Star gal- he was saying some wild. I can't even use the words because the algorithms. He was saying some wild stuff, and I was he like, was hold saying on, bro, some you need- wild. Like he was saying some depressing shit. <laughs> like you need some medicate. Like he was like, ah, oh, it almost ended and it didn't. Boo! Like he said something. I was like, no. Bro. He was like when they was lowering him into the lava. He was like, woo, he was like, oh, yes, woo. freedom. They stopped him, and he was like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> And when he was talking to them penguins, bro, like I was like, bro, you need some. Them penguins was like, hey, them penguins was like, please stop, we're depressed. I ain't gonna lie, that thing could have escaped so long ago. He was leaning out of. He was outside of it one time. He really just wanted to go. He wanted to go. He was going through it, bro. I feel like they added him for the adults. I feel like that little star Luna was there for the adults. Yeah, because I was like, what? Are you saying right now? He was then he came up and he's like, "Oh, it's the end of the movie, or is it? Oh, we're gonna disappear <laughs> into the void." <laughs> man, going through an existential oh, crisis. <laughs> but how did you feel about the plot elements, Ralph? Um, I, I somewhat enjoyed it. Um, I would say where the plot ended up falling off is pretty much the dead space that. I was feeling when I was watching the movie. I couldn't really explain it, but now that you 
pretty much broken down food and it having plot holes, it makes sense now. Oh yeah, I, it I had. Just, I just felt like it. The pacing was off, so it. I feel like that also threw the plot off. Yeah. But if we talk about the pacing, that definitely affected the plot, and it definitely. I feel like the pacing made it hard to enjoy certain parts. If I can yeah. be honest, mm-hmm. like there was there was certain parts in the movie where it's like, I wish they took time to let us digest it like especially when they started exploring like they like the way they went through the different worlds and parts outside of the mushroom kingdom i was like can we take the time to like digest this everything was like boom 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 boom. now so now i would use your excuse that this is a children's movie for us as adults we're from the movies we've seen the animation we've seen the stories that we're used we're used to people like we're used to movies like taking the time out to like flesh out you know this Mm -hmm. land where we going and then but if you look at it from a children's movie standpoint you know we really don't need to get into all that yeah and that and that's what someone told me because it was like it was like watching 91 minute tiktoks and they was like well that's how kids not <laughs> that was like that's how kids digest information they want it yeah. to be quick and fast because like even when petra say something i'm about to walk out the door boom i'm here now you know what I'm saying? It it moved like really quickly when it came to like allowing us to enjoy the story and the elements of the movie. I think yeah. I still I still enjoyed it. I think there were plot holes, but the plot holes didn't take away from me trying to enjoy yeah, the movie. Because I understood that, you know, we have to get to the point. Like with it being a children's movie, you gotta keep the children's attention. So you gotta get straight to the point. Okay. Right. Mario shows up. We already know Bow's on the way. Okay, let's do this, you know, this TikTok training montage and then let's go get then, then let's was. go get the monkeys. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. So it's kinda like, you know, I was like, I feel you. My only hope is that if they decide to make like a Super Mario Brothers movie part two, that we get to explore some more lands. Like what you said. We get a little bit more information about these certain elements. Yeah, because, like, when they passed through the desert, I was like, oh, we finna see the dunes and them little, like, coconut things with the spikes that be on top of mm-hmm. each other. Like, I was like, are we finna start seeing all of that? We had the fish land. They walk across the bridge with the and fish. The cheap, with the cheap cheeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, okay, I like, me as a Mario fan, I, I grew up on N64. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mario was, like, my infancy, not even just my childhood. So I was like, I can't wait to see that. And they kind of just was like, tick-tock, 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 now we're here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they very but much I, ran through this world. Yeah, but I think I would hope that if they make more movies, like we'll get to explore a little more of these areas in depth. Mm-hmm. But I think it did pay. What I did like about it is that it did pay homage to the Super Mario World games, where you do have to travel between these worlds to get to Bowser or to get to the next objective. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I appreciate them at least giving it a, a glimpse of that instead of, oh, we at Peach's castle. Next frame, we standing in front of DK's castle. Okay, how did y'all get here? Now, that that would have made me mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have made me mad. Like, like I feel y'all. Pipe. Oh, what you about to say, Ralph? I said they introduced the shortcut pipe, too. In the yeah. So. So, I, I'm not too mad at it. I feel, I feel what you guys are saying like you know let's take a bit of more time of what's actually in this world are we going to get some more mario easter eggs or are you guys going to explain right. a bit more of like 
how this traveling actually works, but I, I'll give them the fact that they at least showed us that they had to travel through some of those lands to get where, where they're going. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Because we're talking about how they moved through the lands and the pipes, I liked how they integrated some stuff. Like, you... Did y'all like or dislike how they showed how blue shells work? That jump was cold. Yeah, like, yeah, that, low. Was nice. yo, 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 yo. That blue coupe was basically a kamikaze, bro. And I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, listen, the way that he, the way when he was on that big truck. So, so this is my whole thing with the blue shells. When they first show up, they're showing up as like, they're Koopas with the wings on their back. And I was like, okay. And then when they got to the Mario Kart scene and he was on that big bulldozer that was basically just pushing everybody out the way because that's the point of the blue shell. Can't mm. nobody, you not, like if you, if the blue shell him. coming and you in the way, you gonna get hit by the blue shell. It was the whole point. And I was like, okay, this is how they're going to exaggerate the blue shell. But when they blew up his truck and he was like, nah, I'm gonna get you, Mario. And he bloom and start flying. <laughs> I was like, oh, because bro the entire time i was like hold on i saw his spikes on his back when he got when he came out of the truck i was like where's the blue shell at then when i saw buddy like turn up go yeah super saying i was like yeah oh. he and bro, that's he, the blue shell i he have to switch. give them this this is my next hot take because my the next hot take is what was our favorite reference in the movie one of my favorite references is the whole mario kart thing so I don't yeah, I don't yeah. know if y'all noticed, but when they went to the garage where everybody's building their cars, they it was the Wii, it was the Mario Mar- Kart Eight Deluxe, yeah, it was Mario, it was the Mario Kart Eight music, and then when they was playing with the gears, when they would make their cars the same way you would put your car together in the game, they had the sound effects. Mm-hmm. That jump was so cold. So Dan skipping over to the blue shell guy. When he finally got to Mario, he did the circle thing. You know, when you see it circle yeah. and he smashed down. I was like, yo, yo. They did all that right. All yeah. of that was done right. Visual effects, amazing. I'll, I'll agree. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. That, and even the little extra elements they did to make it make sense, like how the, don't, how the um, gorilla was the one that would put on his glasses, like, oh, you selected your car, I'm going to put it together for you. That was cold. Every yes. element about the Mario Kart part was cold. Yes. Like, that was one of my favorite references. My second um, favorite reference was, one, this was very small, but I was like, okay, when Luigi phone start ringing and y'all heard the GameCube, Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, <laughs> they gonna make sure they gonna make sure that GameCube they sound gets in there. All the references, all the references. Put in that. all of the music, like, um, they did the the under the sea when he goes underwater, mm-hmm. when he goes into a tunnel, and then when they got to the Mushroom Kingdom. You remember when they did Peach's Castle? They integrated yeah. the theme from Mario sixty four when you be running around the house that bump. I was like, yo, yo. And when Bowser was playing on his piano, and then the magic dude came on, he did the underground. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. I was like, and then I really liked the way that they did the power ups. Yeah. And the way um they even included power ups from like the later games, like on Wii and stuff, because you remember when he ate the mini mushroom. I was like, okay. 
and the cat one that they added. I know that was from like the Mario game that was on the Switch. I think that's from that, that Bowser's Fury. Yeah, yeah. Game when he got on the cat suit, and then yeah. they did. Um, they didn't do Tanuki Mario. They did do Tanuki Mario when he put the on that brown raccoon. suit when he looked like a raccoon. Yeah, from Mar- from Super Mario Brothers three or two, the Game Boy one. I, I, say think. I think that's where it came. that's where it came. It was the one that had the yellow on the Game Boy cartridge. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's Super Mario World Advance three or Volume three mm-hmm. or whatever. However, it's a it's a three because I it's, had it's, it. It's old. When we it's was a young. three. <laughs> it's a three because I had it because I was like, ooh, he turns into a raccoon and he can fly. I want it. <laughs> and I love the way they integrated those because it was like I even liked how Peach they showed us going through the flower garden where the fire was and how she interacted with it. Yeah, that was an interest. That was a very interesting element. I, like, I don't know how they can make that make sense any other way. I don't know. I thought they had to eat the flower. Like they ate that mushroom. They, they ate that mushroom. <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess but be. I guess it makes sense though. I guess the mushroom makes sense because it's a mushroom. Like how else are you gonna absorb the properties of this mushroom? You're gonna have to eat it. But with a flower, you know, do I necessarily have to eat the flower? Can I just like touch the plant? And it was like touch the plant. And it was interesting how if you get hit once, yeah, you lose your power. I was like, that's interesting. Y'all did Yeah, that. it was like, it's, go- it's going with the game. Because if Mario get hit by a shell, guess what? He dun, 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 he's shrinking. Mm-hmm. I like how they put the the ice flower in there, too. Because the ice flower came later Yeah, in the series. They did. Enjoyed it, too. She did She did her thing with the ice flower. Um, Hey, I just... All of the elements... and Even they put... So, just, um, this is going to lead into the next hot take, but in this movie, I noticed that they tried to give the characters a bit more depth of, based on how we see them in the game. And I, a lot of the main characters got a a little bit more off. Whose more in-depth explanation did you guys appreciate the most out of this movie? It's it's a tie between DK and the little magical Koopa that works of worked for Bowser. Cause mm-hmm. I, I honestly I'm gonna say the little magical Koopa, he number one. Cause you know, in the games, he would fly around, do his little magic, like ha ha when you would get to Bowser's castle. Mm-hmm. And like this movie really showed like, okay, this like his right hand man. This the man who's gonna wear lipstick and help him role play as if he was kissing Peach, you know what I'm saying? Dad like John. that's the <laughs> That was funny. Peaches, 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 peaches. That made me laugh. That's been stuck in my head since I heard him say that. Because I was like, why would you make that? Peaches, 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 peaches. Man, that was fine. I'm sorry. What about you, Ralph? Matt? Uh, I have to say the the magical guy that was that was his right hand man as well. His mm-hmm. his character was funny. The interaction between him and Bowser was absolutely hilarious. Um, I would have to say second. I would have to say Bowser, but I feel like I feel like Jack Black as Bowser did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Like I was, that was I was a definitely great pick. Yeah, like yeah. him him playing him actually wanting to do the song. That he made for uh, Princess Peach in the movie, it, it very much fit him. Cause we know Jack mm-hmm. Black can't really sing, but he gonna try. He gonna give it his best. Exactly. And he gonna like, say he gonna some silly. Yeah. He gonna say some silly. <laughs> so honestly, those are those are definitely my favorite too. 
I, I definitely enjoyed their uh their in depth explanation. Only thing I didn't really like about it was kind of I guess Bowser's infatuation to Mary, but I mean that's the guess the game. And so I just kind of feel like it came off a little weird. I that for me. That was the only way they were going to make it make sense. And it was the only way that they were going to have it make sense for children. Yeah. That, hey, I got a crush on Peach. Peach don't like me. Like, that's the only way (laughs) it would have made sense. And if she says no to marry me, I'm gonna destroy her kingdom. I was like, but, we know this ain't real, but yeah. that is the only way to tell an eight year old why this Bowser kidnap Peach. Right. That was the only way that that was going. The beef between and then when he was like, um, when he was playing on the piano with the magical with Kamik, because that's Kamik, mm-hmm. and he was like, you know, does Peach find this man? Does he like? Does she like this man? Oh, uh, we don't know. Find out. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> And I was like, that's the only way that they can make sense that Mario and Bowser have beef because Bowser got a crush on Peach and he think that Peach got a crush on Mario. Like, I was like, this exactly. that was the only way that y'all were going to be able to have this make sense, especially with the fact that one of the in-depth things that I really liked about this movie is that they explained where Mario and Luigi came from. Yeah. And yeah, they, they made it to where Mario and Luigi are just regular people living in the everyday world. And they just ended up in the Mushroom Kingdom because they was in the wrong place or the right place at the right time. But I really like that part of it. One, because it went back to their roots. I don't know when this cartoon came out, but I had it on DVD. The Super Mario Brothers show where half of the show they're real life people they're plumbers they're real life people mario and luigi and then they have times where it goes to a cartoon version when they're in the mushroom kingdom so i feel like they were trying to play along that lines and then the commercial that they made the song that was cool it's from the show that's the theme Mm -hmm. song for the show Hmm. i don't think i ever watched it it's not that good. I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't really like this. The movie, made up for it. the movie made up for it. I watched it. I was like, I don't really like this. But that that's the theme song from it, the rap or whatever that they do. But I do like that that in depth of you know Mario Brothers. Mario's always you know, Luigi's got that you know my big brother's always gonna be there for me. Then they really hammered in on them being an Italian family. Everybody sitting around oh, yeah, the dinner table, good. sitting around the dinner table, and then they talking shit. And then, um, I don't. I think it played a part in the why, like Mario's just so determined to like learn all these things, and then it kind of you know goes with Luigi of why. I guess for Luigi, it really centered in like that player two mentality because Luigi's always yeah. player two. But that right, they kind of explain that dynamic. Mm-hmm. So, so what was you guys' favorite cameos? Like characters that we didn't see in the trailer that once you saw them, you was like, okay, dry bones, yeah, fire. How? When, when Luigi had knocked that dry bones over, I was like, if he does not rebuild himself, I'm gonna be upset. And they, <laughs> and they did it justice when they showed us how they was created too. Mm-hmm. They did it justice. They did. The shy guys are my second favorite. 
Mm. When Luigi thought he was in that castle by himself and that thunder cracked and you saw all them shy guys sitting in the back. I said, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do that they're round. <laughs> they did. <laughs> what about you, Ron? Um, my favorite cameo would have to be the dry bones. I, I love the fact that Bowser incinerated one and it literally became a dry bones. That yeah. was absolute comedy. Because nice. <laughs> I wasn't expecting I, I thought he was just going to die. I was, okay, well. I, they couldn't do an on screen death. Honestly, that was, it was perfect how they did it, but they, yeah. they couldn't do an on screen death. You know, he could just turn into some dust. I don't know. How'd y'all feel about the baby Mario? How'd y'all feel about the baby Mario and baby Luigi? I was like, they're so cute. I was like, they're so cute. That was my favorite. (laughs) That's definitely on my list. My other reference is when they go to Donkey Kong Country and you get Cranky Kong, um, Diddy Diddy. Kong, and I don't think her name is Trixie Kong. It might be. The girl, because it's two, it's two Donkey Kong girl characters. The one who wears the purple, who's like Diddy's friend, who be like his partner in Double Dash. No, she wasn't his partner in Double Dash. No, Donkey Kong. I'm so. It was the like the monkey that was standing beside Diddy with the pink shirt on. She has Mm. a name because we be playing her. Diddy Kong. Why you look it up? I like that they showed the King Bomb and King Boo as well at the wedding. Yes, yes. the Bomb Mob guy. And then you remember they yeah. blew him up. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. <laughs> he just came for a nice wedding. <laughs> it is and Dixie they, Kong. Is who? Dixie Kong. Dixie, Dixie Kong. Kong. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Those were my favorite references. I was like, hey, they had all the monkeys and stuff, but Diddy being there, and I was like, dope. <laughs> yeah. Nah, and I would they have played the say, Donkey Kong rap. Yes. Yeah. I would have Donkey to say Kong. the best world, I think, would have to be Cranky Kong's, the, the world map. The way that, that they was, got that to the, the the way that they got to the temple. Loved it. Yeah. Now they nice. did, they definitely made it fun. Like, even though the pace was like exceedingly fast, like they did make this a fun watch. Yeah. Now, did y'all catch the Smash Brothers references because half the fighting moves that DK, Peach, and Mario use were their Smash Bros combos. Did y'all notice that? I was looking for it, but what, which <laughs> Super Smash Bros when, move that Donkey Kong did? When he did throw. his throw, his punch, mm-hmm. Peach did the, I think it was like that, when she floated down one with, and then I think she did the hip thrust thing that she does in Smash Bros. And I think Mario did one or two as well. Because I was like, that's from Smash Brothers right there. Because I was looking for some Smash Bros. references. I was thinking during the DK fight that DK was going to do the thing where he spin with his arms. Or even when he do like this and shake up. He didn't do that. He did his clap because that when he did on Mario, that's like his dash A move. Not dash A, but like side A smash ability. I kind of gay. I didn't think. I wasn't paying attention too much because I didn't think they were going to put Smash references in it. And then when it got to the end with the Mario and Bowser fight, and Bowser didn't do his drop kick, and I was like, okay, I guess they're not going to put any Smash moves in He should have done that. He yeah, should have did that, that drop kick. He should have done that. 
Or at least his spinning when he gets back in the shell and starts spinning around, he should have did that. Yeah, I'm surprised they, they didn't do that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't have Bowser do that. They did so much, you know? Yeah. Like, my the perfect opportunity for them to put the Bowser dropkick from Smash was when, y'all remember when he punched Mario into that restaurant? I was in like I was like you could have just drop kicked him in that restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would've been hilarious. Um, I do want to go back to the character deep dives though because I agree with Ralph with the Bowser thing. That was also my favorite, more in depth explanation that we got because it was kind of like you know he's just like mean and angry all the time. He just he just trying to get his peaches. <laughs> I did like the DK. I did like the DK one. He um they gave him a little bit more depth. And then with Peach, I definitely like what they did with Peach. What they made her more of a character because you know in the Mario games, unless you're playing like sports or whatever, yeah, Peach don't do too much. You know yeah, she she just get kidnapped. Right, exactly. She pretty much just becomes the damsel in distress in the games. But then in this movie, you know, when even when she does, like, give herself up to Bowser, she still, like, she pulled out that ice flower and got down to business. Like, and I was like, okay. She but it on. did make, it makes sense for it because if you think about it, Peach is in every other game. She be holding her own in baseball. Yeah. In the soccer games and the Smash Bros. She hold her own in every game. So like seeing that, I was like, this this honestly makes sense for Peach. Yeah. It makes sense, but I guess my thing was I wasn't really sure how they were gonna, you know, go about Peach's character because they did pull a lot of elements from multiple Mario games to make this, but essentially at the core is Super Mario World. And mm-hmm. Peach doesn't do shit in Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. So she I was kind of like what you say, Ralph? I said she just gets kidnapped. She just get kidnapped and get taken That's place it. to place until the end of the game. And be crying, Mario, Mario, <laughs> Mario. <laughs> she did do it though. You remember when they went into the slow mo when he was fighting DK, yeah. and they went into the slow mo. She was like Mario. <laughs> Why you sound like the Yu Gi Oh intro? I mean, that's how it sounded. That's how it sounded. It was a slow mo. (laughs) But um, let's see. Next hot takes. Let's go ahead and talk about this because we've been talking shit about this for a while. Now that we've seen it, what's our final thoughts on Chris Pratt as Mario? Still hate it. (laughs) I I'm gonna be real. I might be on the opposite spectrum of you, Ralph. I wasn't upset about it, especially since they still did the references and they even did a joke in the beginning where it was like, oh, Mario, we love the accent that you chose and how they hinted at it. I wasn't mad at it. It didn't distract me. It didn't, that did not deter any of my enjoyment from the movie. Honestly. I like, I have to agree with Ryan. Like, this would have been my thing. And it goes back to what I liked about how they did Mario and Luigi. If they had thrown Mario and Luigi and they just woke up and they just in the Mushroom Kingdom for like they live here. Like this is our origin. Then I kind of would have been like, uh, all right, I ain't really fooling with you just sounding like Chris Pratt because, you know, in the games, it's not what you sound like. But the fact that they had them living as civilians 
and then that's their origin. And I was like, okay, they're trying to make it seem like like Mario and Luigi are just normal people. So, you know, Mario's going to have this normal human-ass voice. And I was like, okay, if that's where they're going, I'm not mad at this. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Ross said, nah, I ain't going for it, big dog. Uh, the uh-uh. only reason I'm not going for it is... <laughs> In my in my own opinion, I think I could have just did without Mario actually talking through the movie, and would have still enjoyed it, and just used his references, his actual talking versus just him saying "Ooh, let's go," you know, like his actual words. I feel like I could have did without. The only reason I can't say no is because I loved the dialogue of the other characters. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten the depth that we got. Like hearing Mario be like the big brother who's like the disappointment to the family, but Luigi believes. And I'm like, even that beginning scene when they was yeah. fighting with the dog and stuff, like him talking and giving us that depth allowed me to enjoy him as a character. That's why I felt like the voice at first it was like, oh, where's the Mamma Mia? But they threw that in there. They threw the wahoos in there. Like, they threw them in there, and they made him a legitimate, like, three-dimensional character. I think that's why it slides for me, is that they made him more of what he is in the games. And because of that, you know, you just can't have... If he would have went through the whole movie, it's me, Amadio, we're gonna save a Brooklyn. I would have been like, what? LeBrooklyn. LeBrooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna save LeBrooklyn. That's how, like, some girl's name from middle school, LeBrooklyn. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if, I think it would have been annoying. Honestly, in my opinion, I think it would have been annoying and very off-putting had... Chris Pratt had that amount of dialogue as he did, but tried to do a Mari- the Mario voice that we are used to. I think that mm. would have taken away a lot from the movie. Yeah. I'm going to be real. I think Chris Pratt did... When I was watching the movie, I did not think to myself, oh, I'm watching Chris Pratt after like the first few minutes, being honest. Yeah. Even for Bowser, I felt like Jack Black, that was a, that was a perfect um, mesh, not going to lie. Yeah, that was that was fitting. I like Anya Taylor-Joy's Peach. Like, even because, let's think of it this way, Peach doesn't talk either. But, like, when you see Anya Taylor-Joy voice Peach, it's like, it fits. Like, I'm not mad at this. Like, Peach having all this dialogue, and then the way that she sounds, sounds alongside Chris Pratt, and I was like, I'm, I'm not mad at this. Donkey Kong definitely don't talk, but Seth Rogen did a good job voicing DK. Yeah. I enjoyed DK's character. I enjoyed DK. So, I'm not, I'm not too mad. And now that I've seen it, like, and how they they played the plot elements, I'm not mad at it. I think if he would have actually tried to sound like Mario, I think it would have been a bit overbearing and very hard to watch this movie. Yeah, then it would have been cringe. Yeah, I'm like in the middle. No, I he feel said, you. I'm still not going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you. But I don't think he did bad. If they made another Mario movie, I was like, okay, we just got to, this, this is it. deal with it. Chris Pratt is now Mario. It's like Mike Myers and Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Russ said, I don't mess with it. Ooh, we're gonna talk about that in another episode about that Shrek 5 stuff. Never this this a monster. 
This is my this is my review. Oh man. So let's move on to the next hot take. We talked about the pacing and stuff. So we got what's this movie accessible for people who are not a fan who are not fans of the Mario franchise? So would you guys recommend this movie to people who are not fans of the I franchise? I say yeah. This is this is a good introduction into into like say a kid's Super Mario movie, like their first Super Mario movie. I feel like this is a good introduction. And I definitely feel like you're gonna see a rise in Nintendo over the next couple weeks. Just in I, like buying products and stuff. I would say it has to be a very specific person. Like if it's not a kid I couldn't see myself recommending this to an adult who doesn't have an affinity for Mario because it was obviously a kid's movie in the way that they carried some plot elements. And most of my enjoyment comes from my attachment to the Mario franchise. So I, I'd have to recommend it to a very specific person. Like if it was somebody who somehow just never played Mario, but they loved Pokemon and Legend of Zelda. I'll probably tell that person, but a random other 26-year-old who's like, eh, I don't really watch too many animated movies. I do want to watch something funny. I'd be like, nah, I'd rather recommend Shrek to them before I recommend this Super Mario movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Sense. I agree with Ralph, though. I think that this is a good introduction for anybody who wants to get into, like, the Mario World games because all of those key elements from the Super Mario World game was in this movie. The power yeah. ups, even the way one of my favorite things that they did in the movie is that when they showed the Mario runs, like you when it went into that view where you could see Mario from the side, like jumping over the things and stuff. And yeah, they had this scene with him and DK. Be. And he had a scene with Luigi. And I was like, the way that they're platforming this out is the way that Super Mario World looks like. Yeah. So here are the mechanics. Here are the power-ups that you'll be able to use. You know, you'll have a big fight with Bowser. And the scenes when they were moving through all of the worlds, like, this is what your experience would be like playing the game because you'll have to go through all of these worlds and, you know, pass all these boards to get to the next thing. They even had the little flag when peach had set up the practice course like at the end you gotta jump on the flag and that's how you complete the course and stuff mm. like that so and when looking at it from that rush spec then yeah if you want to see you what mario world looks like here's the movie and then when you go and play the game you'll be like oh shit these are all the things that i saw in the movie yeah even the Mario Kart portion, they used bananas, they used green shells, they had the blue shells, and it was like, right, and then the fact that they did Rainbow Row adds that familiarity, so like, if I took, you know, this kid, or even this adult, you know, somebody to the movies and watch, and then we go play Mario Kart, and it's like, oh, I remember this from the movie, we on Rainbow Row, oh, here are all these shells and bananas and stuff that they used in the movie, I'm just doing it in the game. Or like yeah. what you guys were saying with the Smash references. Oh, this is these are the same moves I saw at the movie. Yeah. I think from that retrospect, I think it could be enjoyable for somebody who's not into the franchise. But I guess the counterpoint would be, you know, them getting into the franchise after that. Yeah. You're right. It it would have to be very intentional. 
for me to recommend. You know what I mean? It would yeah. have to. Yeah. It's not just like a random recommendation you just give somebody. Yeah, this would this wouldn't be like oh top ten three D animated movies to recommend. I'll, I'll. But I yeah, guess unless unless you have an affinity for Mario or you want to build one, this probably wouldn't be the first one I recommend to like a fellow twenty six year old. You know. Yeah, I I and I kind of feel like maybe it's just because it's a kids movie. You know, I think it's the yeah. fact that this movie was geared towards kids. Because I'm thinking about, like, if you think of any other type of video game adaptation, I think nobody would have any problem recommending The Last of Us to somebody. Or, yeah, because... But, but The Last of Us has more, you know, adult material than the Super Mario Brothers movie. Because right. just looking outside of it, I think anybody would be able to enjoy this movie and not understand all the references that we understood. Like, oh, that's a smash move. Oh, that music is the GameCube uh, mm-hmm. music. Like, you don't have to know that, to, you know, to enjoy that part of the movie. But I think when it yeah. comes to the recommendation portion, because this is essentially a kid's movie, why am I? As... A 26-year-old to another 26-year-old. Why am I recommending you the Super Mario Brothers movie? You ain't touched a Mario game in your life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> still still fun, though. If anybody did watch Mario and they're apprehensive about watching this movie, I'll definitely say, no, go watch it. Like, if somebody grew up on Mario like we did, and they like, no, I want to see Chris Pratt, blah, 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 blah. I agree with Ralph. I ain't trying to hear him. I'll be like, nah, bro, go watch it. Go I, watch it, it. It's definitely... I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you aren't seeing this movie because you can't get down with Chris Pratt as Mario, I feel like you're missing out. To me, I feel like you're missing out on a really put together Mario movie, like a really mm-hmm. good put together video game adaptation. It did slack on the plot, but I think, you know, as a Mario fan and all of the references they did, all of the little Easter eggs and everything, like, just seeing that and pointing that out into the movie, the way they integrated the themes with the music and stuff. I was, this is a video game lover's dream right here. Yeah. And and we ain't gave it credit for this. The animation was nice, too. Like, we yeah. said that when we saw the commercials, mm-hmm. and I guess it's because they maintained expectations. We ain't sat on that for too long. But, like, the colors, the vibrancy, like, it, it was very beautiful. Even, very beautiful. Even the dark scenes, like... We always get into, when we get into movies, and when they want to do, like, a dark, despairing scene, it's literally dark. Like, I cannot see what y'all doing right now. But the way that they did in the Mario movie, like, how they, when Luigi had ended up in, like, the dark forest, it was like, you could still see the colors. It was Um, still colorful. The way that they even did Bowser's Castle, like, you would think Bowser's Castle, like, big, dark, gloomy, but even the colors that they used to illuminate the castle was dope and i was like okay yeah it felt like you was legit in a 3d mario game like you was legit in there that's what it looked like Mm -hmm. now i guess the question now is do we think there's gonna be a sequel i definitely think it's gonna be a sequel one because I could see them making this a trilogy. Honest, honestly, there's yeah. so many things that they can throw into this movie, <laughs> and just going back to my thing about clearing up the plot holes, like the next movie could definitely be like, okay, how these pipes even get here, and that can give them the opportunity opportunity to introduce Daisy, Waluigi, Wario, 
the end credit scene was the Yoshi egg hatching. So then that might that might open the door to like them integrating Yoshi's world, the Yoshi World games. Galaxy. And Birdo. And Birdo. Galaxy would definitely get bring Rosalina up in here. And the other thing, I guess like a quick question off of Ralph's question. So the news anchor woman, did you guys recognize that that's Pauline yeah. from Yeah, Odyssey? I did. I, yeah. I forgot to say her. That was her. So do y'all think that Mar- Mario and Luigi are basically living in Odyssey and then they have Super Mario World and that's where Peach and them live and then say the next movie they introduce Rosalina because they already introduced her, the princess star but they do Galaxy and then that could be like some other pieces that they play into okay. if they yeah. continue this they could do all of that shoot even um the fact that i don't know if this was me just paying too much attention they had baseball posters in mario's bedroom and mm-hmm. i was like are y'all hinting at super mario baseball coming I, next i it maybe right he also had like he was playing um i don't know if you guys noticed but he was playing a pit game i don't know what game pit is from but she, but the character oh, when he was playing, them and the guy had the angel wings, and he was just jumping from side to side. I was like, "Is that Pit?" Mm-hmm. And then he had a Star Fox poster in his room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, "Okay." Like I like uh, the uh, the the opportunities are endless. Like they could easily dip in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. They could easily dip into introducing Wario and Waligi and possibly Daisy. They could dip into Smash Bros. If they kind of wanted to get into that somehow, like if they built a universe or whatever. I think the only thing. I don't thing, know what they could do next. I think the only thing they would really pull from Smash Bros. are the movesets. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they do dip into Smash Brothers, I feel like that'll come towards the end of their cycle. That definitely that would be point, like you a... know, you've introduced all the characters mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. And you just want to have like this big grand tournament. I mm-hmm. think they would have to. If they want, if Nintendo wants to keep the focus on Mario, I don't think they would do Smash Bros. Because Smash Bros requires a couple other IPs. And it's kind of like, okay, why is Link in a Super Mario Brothers movie? You feel me? Yeah. Donkey Kong makes sense because I only the Donkey Kong thing only made sense to me is because the sports games. Whenever you do the campaign in a Mario sports game, Donkey Kong is going to be one of your stops. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. So it only made sense for Donkey Kong to be included as part of the worlds in this movie. I don't know who yeah. else. Like they but that's you know, kind of like what we're saying, like with the sequel, we know there's other Mario attached characters that they can bring into this franchise without stepping outside and trying to do like a Smash Brothers thing. Did they even show PD Piranha, whatever the Piranha plant that actually comes out and stands up? Mm-mm. Did they introduce him in this movie? Nope. Nah. Yeah, they got endless characters. They have endless, they have endless characters. Now that Sonic and is they- a popular movie, they can also do a crossover. If they wanted to. If they wanted to. Mar- Mario Sonic at the Olympic Games is a popular IP. I would just, I would think, I don't know how that would work from the Sonic side, because Sonic is live action, and Mario is 3D, so it's either Mario, they end up in some other tunnel, and now they real people, or Sonic finds this tunnel, and now he's 3D. Yeah. I'm, 
I don't know what they can do because Nintendo played a heavy part in this movie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it depends on how they want to show off their IP. The only thing that I can think of, and we've talked about this offline, Ryan, the only, if they made a sequel, the best person to put as the next villain is Bowser Jr. Yeah. We, I on, the mid, on the mid credit scene, we know that Bowser is locked up inside of Peach's castle. Bowser Jr. could show up and be like, nah, I'm finna go get my daddy. He breaks Bowser out. And, you know, that causes a different problem. And I could, I could see him using secondary um, antagonists, whether he gets the other little, like, Bowser Jr. Remember how in some of the movies, the some Koopa of the games, would be like a blue. Yeah. yeah. Either he get the Koopa kids as his friends, he could use King Boo and the Boo army to help him out. I, I, he could, they could do something with that. A lot of somethings with that. Like, they can make this a whole sunshine thing. Like, let's just say they wanted the Mario and Peach want to go on vacation. I, I love sunshine. <laughs> if they do that, that'll make my freaking Because that's, what, that's a... what, that's where Petey Piranha would show up. True. If they wanted. If they to... do sunshine, that'll be, that'll be my whole childhood right there. Because that's, because if we want to go, like, I don't want to call it, like, open world, but, like, the games that kind of had the vibes of Super Mario World. This movie, I feel like, pulled a lot from Mar- Super Mario 64 with the Peach's Castle thing, even them putting in the penguins, the penguin world and stuff. Mm-hmm. So next, if we, you want to go in that trilogy, next is Mario Sunshine and Galaxy. Yeah. I would I would even like it if Koopa was like, no, Mario, I want to challenge you to baseball. Let's do soccer. They go through the sports games I, and move it. I don't think <laughs> I would enjoy that. I've, I, I don't think I would enjoy that. That'd be fire. We, we going through this whole plot. You mean to tell me we went from cooking Bowser's ass to the, in the first movie and we playing baseball against Bowser Jr. in the second movie? It's a duel. Nah, I, I'm throwing hands. I don't think I would like that. I think... <laughs> Me personally, I think they should stay away from the sports games. Yeah. Mm. In the in the movies, I think they should stick more to the the lore that surrounds the Super Mario World stuff, and figure out a way how to incorporate Daisy and Waluigi and Wario and all of them in it. I would love to see Daisy, and then just have like this fat grand prix at the end. A, ba- a fat I would what? love a Grand Prix. A Grand I would Prix love a Grand the Prix. They gonna use some cars again. That was the coldest piece of the movie. Oh, the fact that they was riding through DK's like kingdom or whatever, and they was just blowing up and everything. That whole scene was yeah. like, "What are y'all doing here?" And and they had the drift elements too, where like the he blue was spark drift- popped yep. up on the tires. Yep. I was like, "Y'all, y'all." They put they y'all touching my heart right yeah. now. <laughs> That whole thing. Let's even. I want to even go to like when Illumination did their title card. It was the mm-hmm. Mario Kart. The dun dun dun. Yeah, then the whole thing turned green. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay. They did a good job. I'm not gonna lie. They did. This movie had love behind it. It that's, did. That's the best way to describe it. It was. I truly enjoyed this movie. Um, what was I about to say? Plot elements be down. I I truly enjoyed this movie. Just all of the yeah. ref the references like for nostalgia were great. Like pointing out the different elements. Oh, that's from so and so. Oh, they added in this. The way that they did 
like over exaggerated certain elements um like the blue shell that we just talked about and then the pipe system the way mario was bump 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 i was like that was fine. i was like that's realistic as fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's realistic as fuck my man was getting handed oh he, he was. was getting towed up in that pipe it was fun. It, this it, it was just this movie was made by fans and fans will appreciate that i think nintendo but the the thing that i like about nintendo is that they take care of their stuff like mm-hmm. yes let's make a just like yes let's make a mario movie but you know what let's make a mario movie like let's really right. take the time to like give some nintendo fans something that they would love and then the fact that they made it a kids movie it's like what Ralph said, I would not be surprised if Nintendo sales go up. If somebody took their kids to go see the Super Mario movie and now everybody buying Mario Kart, everybody buying Super Mario World, if they really like Luigi, somebody done bought Luigi's Mansion 3. I mean, it is almost time for a new console to drop. Yeah. It is about because when did it drop our sophomore junior year when it officially dropped? Not when we got them. But when did the Switch drop? I think a sophomore Like, that was year. like 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. It's almost mm-hmm. time for a new console. So. Place, place to they benefit. Nah, this honestly. This movie could have easily been like their, their ad kind of thing. Yeah, this would be their like Nintendo Direct trailer. Yeah. Well, it would have been cold, though, because I didn't really pay attention to what kind of game system that Mario was playing. The, I think a cold... The coldest Easter egg they could do was tease the new system. And we don't know it's the new system. We just see Mario playing a game. That would have yeah. been fire if they did it. Oh, man. But that's all of the hot takes that I had for the Mario movie. We talked about the characters. We talked about the plot. We talked about the references. We talked about the music. Is there anything else that you guys have for the Super I Mario guess. Bros. movie? I guess since we always tend to ask each other this, um, you know, we talked about everything about the movie. Now, the question is, would you guys go and pay for this movie to see it again? I would. <laughs> I would. I, I'm a, I, I don't do that often anyway. I would wait for it to be on HBO Max now. I would. I enjoyed it, but I would rewatch it for sure. I'm what Ryan said. I would definitely rewatch it. But if, you know, if I'm bored and, you know, the tickets cheap, uh, I, I'll go see Super Mario Bros. again. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I just I, I just feel like it had funny. It's a really, to me, it's just a really enjoyable movie. Like, I would just, I would watch it just because I, I feel like it, you know? Mm-hmm. I gotta be in this the is- yeah, this is like one of those movies where, like, say if like a few months from now we do our next friends um trip, and like we just chilling at an Airbnb and someone turn it on, we gonna watch it. Yeah. Man, I'll put this on by myself. The Super Mario Bros. <laughs> streaming, I'm sad. <laughs> like what? Because if some of that stuff was so funny, and it's maybe because I'm a goofy person, but some of that stuff was so funny to me. Because Ryan brought this up, but uh, my last moment when. Kamik had walked in. Bowser was like, "Come here, sit down, jam with me." 
So what he looked like. And can we start playing that other little side notes as well and playing his piano to add to it? That was cool. He was like, is he handsome? I was like, this is so stupid. If he's a type of guy that Peach would like, is he her type? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I love that. Their interaction was hilarious. I think the humor was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I didn't have anything else. Alrighty. Me neither. Well, if there's nothing else, let's go ahead and shut this down. So, once again, Ryan, Ralph, I would like to thank you guys for being on another episode of the Blur Mob Podcast. I want to thank everybody who's been listening and watching. Whether this is your first time or your second time listening, the watches, the views the interaction is always appreciated and with that being said go ahead and lead us out ralph ralph usually does it though yeah oh i've only been doing it because ralph ain't big (laughs) i got i got used to you doing the outro yeah my bad my bad ralph i ain't gonna take your shine I took your star power. My bad. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, you definitely did. He hit him with a blue shell on that one. Affiliate right. links. I was just about to start talking. Man, hit me with the Kanye. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, but you affiliate finish. links. <laughs> affiliate links deserve to shine. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for watching and uh, listening. Make sure you guys stop by our affiliate links. Write stuff anime where you can get your manga, your Funko Pops, movies, and etc. Make sure you go and check out Entertainment Earth as well so you can get some more Funko Pops that you like the most. But, yeah. Um, make sure you follow us on our socials at Instagram at the Blurred Mob Pod. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook and TikTok at the Blurred Mob Podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the Blurred Mob. And with that being said, peace. Hands up. If you love them where you at, stand 10 toes down. Shout out ain't no looking Ain't no looking mad. You can let them haters hate when they answer where I'm smiling, I just tell them life's great.